Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Union Barbecue, where we talk about Dallas. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. I am Josh. And I'm Melanie. Well, <laughs> shit. Well, shit. What are y'all? What are y'all drink? What are, what are y'all drinking? Sorry, I'm drinking Get Lifter. Yeah. It's just wine for Sarah. What? I have some more of this stuff here, man. I should yeah, have it. it. But there, there's bourbon in the house, as always. Hmm. Got to have the bourbon. That's right. I mm. can't remember which one this is called, but it is by Bramari Brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina, and it is a sour fruit punch ale. I can't, God, I can't remember what it is. I'll look it up. But I it's good. See sour it stuff. Right now, and it looks goddamn amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's really light. It's like 4.5%. Oh, that's a good note. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna let, let me Google it real quick. Anyways, yeah, carry on. Give it a Google. Is everybody doing good? Yeah. Uh, just just plugging away. Just plugging away. Enjoying the uh, quiet. Audrey. I got a puppy two days ago named Audrey. She is a terrier mix. Um, she's gonna be. And of course, you named it after Audrey Landers, just to in case she's yeah. listening, right? Nope. Yeah. I, named I was it gonna after ask Aud- the name. Where where did it come from? Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. Um, gotcha. It's the only uh, girl's name my whole family could agree on, and we had a whole list. And I had a couple Dallas names on the list, and actually, the one I wanted, my oldest son was like, "No, I hate it," and he had such strong feelings about it. Missy? I can't do it, but I, I wanted to name her Miss Ellie. Oh. oh. But it was over. It could have been your Jenna that you never had. I know that was <laughs> on the list, and then Briar was also like, "Yeah, I don't like Jenna either," and I was like, "Well, god damn it." <laughs> but just, just in case Audrey Landers would be out there listening, we she named it after you, Audrey. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. say no more, say no more. Um, it is called Atomic Pageantry. Ooh, by the way, mm, I like the name. It sounds delicious. That just has some, conjures up some weird imagery. Bramari's very eclectic, um, but it's a fruit punch sour with passion fruit, passion passion fruit. Guava, mango, strawberry, tangerine, <gasps> blood orange. You had me at mango. Love blood orange. <laughs> you like mango beers too? I look. I don't. I like I don't, mango. I don't like blood oranges. Golden Road Mango have, Card is my next one. Nice. Blood yes. orange. Blood what orange is good in things, Yum. but I tried eating a blood orange and it was terrible. Hmm. They say it's not meant for eating; it's meant for using in things. So flavoring. Yeah. Flavoring. Yeah. Yeah. You get, the sumo, you get that sumo orange, that thing. Oh, my God. Sumo orange. That sounds like atomic orange. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Do we have any uh, housekeeping tonight? Well, well, you know, they're fellow hunker downers. Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, it was a we birthday the other day, and uh, he's actually featured prominently in this episode. Oh. Mr. Ted Shackelford turns 74. Yeah, and then what? It Tuesday or Monday? The other one, uh, Lee McCloskey. Yeah, he, Lee McCloskey. No, it was the sixteenth, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Day. I should know this. It was. Denon Simpson. It was the twenty-first. Oh, and Denon Simpson was the twentieth. Yes, so the day apart from each other, but gotcha. different years, okay. obviously. Um, and some of you have not met them yet, if you're watching for the first time, but you will. Mitch is not too far away. Mitch isn't too far away. Actually, Kendall really isn't either. 
Oh, yeah. Show me some. Show me some. How much is spell? I really, I was trying to like balance, but I'm so <laughs> tired. Y'all, if, I'm telling you, my body. If you fell, just, since I have a visual here, I would have to laugh just for humor's sake. Because it, it would remind me of a Chevy Chase pratfall. Oh, know. I got two things to say. Okay. This is going to be the greatness. Okay. So at one of the bars that my husband runs, they have Wednesday night is dedicated. It's called the Bopper. Melanie, the Boppers are out of North Carolina because they're what? like the shag. Like that's their thing. It's older people. This Shagging. Is like, this yes. is like 50 to like 80. There's a hundred year old Should man. Should shag top. now or shag later? So I shag love all these dancers. Huge. And that's huge. how I learned from my dad. So I love to go and watch them on Wednesday nights. You shag well, so, dance to beach music. Right. I didn't know that. Yes. So anyway, long story short. something else where I'm from. That's I've story. made friends with all these older ladies and I just love them. And they're like, dance with my husband, you know, we're just, and they all know Scott. So it's just like, anyway, all the COVID stuff happened. They stopped coming because uh-huh. they're, they're in the age group where it's like even more risky to be around people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just turn that into a square dance. <laughs> well, she, she messaged me, one of the women, I think she's probably like, probably 55-ish, 60 maybe, I don't know. And she messaged me on Facebook and said, hey girl, I got a message from our president. We're able to go back to July the 1st. So next Wednesday, I'm going to go up there and see all of them. But the whole point of the story is, when I posted the thing about this is the 30-year anniversary of 92 and a premiere, I feel old. Right underneath it, I didn't know that she liked Dallas. And she a couple down, she goes, girl, this is the 42nd anniversary of Dallas. I'm rewatching all 40 episodes. I I was like, I gotta tell you, I said, I have to tell you something. And so I messaged her privately and she was like, no. So this is a shout out to my friend, Vicky, that I love. Hey, Vicky. So she said she's going to start listening. So I gave her her the disclaimer, but she knows me. So she knows a a sailor mouth anyway. So we're good. (laughs) I I do want to um, also send out a uh, South Fork Ranch. Well, they are back uh, doing tours we've seen the Corona numbers jumping down in Texas, obviously, and they mm. would like uh, any, yeah. anyone that might be going down there while they're still going to run tours. They request that you try to book them ahead of time mm. instead of just showing up. So yeah. if anyone's in that area, just uh, make sure you call ahead or jump online and book uh, your tour if you can and do them all the courtesy and bring your masks. Maybe they should have a uh, South Fork masks. That would be cool. certainly should. Most yeah, certainly. I'll have to get Great marketing opportunities. Great marketing opportunities. Mary sent me another mask today because they're I just they we're getting mandated at five PM tomorrow for at least three weeks in public places. Ours is coming, so, I think. I think it yeah. by I think the end of the weekend. And that's um, cool, yeah. Is that you Thanks, three? Girl. So. <gasps> Thank you. See, I wanted to have at least three anyway, but now I'm going to have five, so that's awesome. You did, know, you like, a, did you do a you and pot, you, you and barbecue podcast? No, uh, I, I keep thinking. About we will it, find I out. Just, I, I've been really. It's I, great I, advertising. People be like, "What the it's hell true. is that?" I, I made a hundred over a hundred and fifty so far. Damn. Thank like, you, girl. If, if you want me to, I'm like. If you want me to throw you some money, just let me know. I will PayPal I'm it. Or I'm not worried about it. I'm not doing I it will, for money. I will donate it to our bourbon fund. How's okay, that? How, you do that. You can donate okay. the money. I to need to do that too. I um, will. I just keep using the band. Now that it's summertime, I want to be a little more colorful than the uh, standard things. So I use the bandanas and tie them. Yeah, that's what my cousin does. Have the South Fork logo or Jimmy Buffett or <laughs> JR's face. And 
you know, things like that. My husband sent away for a bunch of them. One of the t-shirt companies that he orders yeah. t-shirts from has really, so he got me a Twin Peaks one. And then Ooh. one that has a picture. I really like the comic book um, Sandman by Neil Gaiman. I don't know if you are familiar with that. Um, but uh, my favorite character from that comic book series is named Death. They're actually making a whole, like, I think HBO show. Death. Uh, You're going to have a thing of death. No, she's a character. She, she's oh, like, shit. Isn't Death oh, always looking for so Peter bad. Griffin on Family Guy? Yes. Oh, death is uh death is a a very attractive uh girl from that comic book series with black hair. Um and so it's a picture of death on the front of it. I, I would I almost still... like to have a mask custom made that says I shot JR on it just to see what kind of conversation oh, I could pick up. I should cut up my old t shirt. I have yeah, because people this stop me. raggedy, I should put that up. Yeah, because the one that I shared on our Instagram, the one I had, hey, Sam, the one I had made that says, uh, <laughs> this is the worst. People give me compliments. All the, I love your mask. I'm like, it's kind of why I had it made because this this is the worst. Yeah. The worst. And I mean, why not laugh about it? If you yeah. got to wear a mask, make right. it fun. Right. One of the bandanas is I shot JR or something like that. Yeah, I, I think the one you shot JR from the 30th. That's like the one thing. I yeah, and that's that's one that's the one I was wearing with his face on it when we were doing that's that cool. live that time. That's like, cool. I have the t-shirt. Um, are either are any of y'all um on the Facebook group? The Dallas is the greatest show in TV yes. history. Yes. Okay, but this girl today posted on there. I started dying laughing. It says, "Come to think of it, Dallas would be a great show to play a drinking game with. Every time someone drinks, you have to take a drink too. Like, yeah, <laughs> we'd be wasted. We'd be wasted." Well, we should there was, our drinking game because we have one. I, I was going to tag. I was going to say something on it, but then I was going to also take the screenshot and put it on I our actually, Twitter and be like, Look. "This group is the one uh, on Saturday night." I think it was. I, there was someone posted. Do you think Jr. like ever goes down on his girlfriends or something? And his like, wife, maybe. And I was like. Dude, Ew. Of, course he, of course he does. I mean, he went, I mean, he's not going to keep all those ladies. And, and hey, if 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 Patricia Shepard likes to go with that farm <laughs> equipment guy do and do anal, so and then then, this oh, weird man. Man. and then about like like hair and teeth, and I was like, I don't think you understand <laughs> how any of that works. Um, <laughs> and then he was like, um, I think that I am a little bit experienced, and I was like, Well, are you though? Because obviously you? not. Well, here's blo- my thing. The blow up why do you think, count. Why do you think Sue Ellen always went back? <laughs> he was not going to keep guys something special if he didn't. I'm just saying. Right. Well, she—I don't know. He just may have had like the magic dick or something. No, nobody has that magic dick. <laughs> well, he—he he wasn't going to stay with. It was the money, so he- honey. He wasn't going to stay with Sarah Wilson's favorite person, Mandy Winger. <laughs> he never would. He would. He wouldn't have stayed with any of them. It was always Sue Ellen. I'm sorry. I know. That's it true. really was like he. He'd always went back to her. Even in, he didn't. He I mean, didn't we're want not to admit it, but no, he always went back to her. He always would a, have gone back to her. The, their relationship was a boomerang. You throw it out, and it always mm-hmm. finds its way back. It's true. It was yeah. an addiction. And you know what? As we get further into the series and even into the reboot in however many years it takes us, I we're know. gonna see that. 2026. <laughs> see you then. <laughs> I turned 40 that year, y'all. Woo! Damn. Now let's, let's not talk about it. Jesus. 
Ask our listeners, though, do they, we do they consider it a, a reboot or a continuation? Continuation. I guess it's a continuation. It's not a reboot. Yeah. Right. No, because somebody somebody was asking me, they were like, do you watch Dynasty? And I was like. Dynasty? I was like, you Dyna- mean. Dynasty is a remake. I was like, yeah, the one on Netflix or the original? And they're like, the one on Netflix. I never watched the original. I was like, there's I'd no, be more apt to watch the original, actually. There, <laughs> there's none on Netflix. Hulu. Or and then on Hulu. It's on, it's on the CW. Yeah, it's on Hulu. But yeah, no. Yeah. It's on CW. Yeah, but and it just it got picked up for a fourth season. The one on Hulu. Right, but it would be yeah. on Hulu. If it's yeah, on I CW, watch on Hulu. Yes. Oh, they are hooked up with Hulu. Okay. Of course. Okay. They do have CW does have an app that um, it's called CW Seed because I watch uh, Who's Line on it. <laughs> By the way, if anybody nice. is into Whose Line is in any way, they have all the old originals. The American one. And I know my my niece is jonesing up for the NBC streaming service because yeah, Punky Brewster continuation yeah. is oh, starting. Right. Up. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> along with so along with the Saved by the Bell continuation. I know. We may have to have a live stream party that night. Okay. But I'm not paying for the service, so I'm going to use the service uh, option where you get ads, mm-hmm. but you get it for free. I can so what put is it? I can put up I, yeah, with the ads. Yeah. I can put up with the ads if I'm paying, going for free. I might do yeah. that because I mean, they're taking the office off Netflix and moving it to Peacock. I guess that's what it's going to be called. Yeah. Is that the NBC streaming services name? Yeah. 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 Huh. That's, that's when is that supposed to yeah. start? Uh, well, they're they're moving the office to it in 2021 in like January. So, so yeah, so not soon. Six months. And I, yeah. I have the whole series on DVD, but I it's just easier for me to stream it. It is so it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. getting up and changing your DVD, but I have it immortalized if I need it. See, part that's why part of me wants to get that uh, Time Life Dallas one because of the. Bonus I'm going features. to. I've already put it on my list in the kitchen. I yeah, I for sure. Now that I'm getting that extra unemployment money through the. Hey, if July. anybody out there would like to buy four copies of Time Life one. Uh, there are two options. You get. Um, two options. Yeah, there's an expanded one and there's a lesser one. Oh. I want the expanded. Always, yeah, the expanded. I want the whole thing. I want thing. a box out of all of them because I don't have yeah. some of the later. But it's it's not here. it's not the full series though. <sighs> See what the fuck? Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? All right, let's get started. So, well, there, fellow hunker downers, what are we talking about tonight? All right, tonight <laughs> we are talking about season three, episode fourteen, return engagements. <laughs> Gary Ewing, how the hell are you? Fine. Gary. Oh, Gary. I'm in Dallas. I want to see you. Oh, Lord, it's good to hear your voice. Darlene Ewing, will you marry me? Get married. I hope this didn't uh, ruin your well-planned little holiday, darling. I hope you'll forgive me. i got to get right back to Dallas. Why? I was just starting to enjoy having you here. Because one married brother in the family is more than enough. It was written by David Jacobs, directed by Gunnar Hellstrom, and aired December 21st, 1979. December 20th. Uh, 20, it says 21st on IMDb. Uh, no, it was actually December. I was going to get into that. It was aired on uh, December 20th and as a special episode. And December 21st, Love and Marriage aired. So they got two hmm. episodes that week. So IMDb and is the incorrect? 21st. Yes, they and, are off I mean, on that. And the I twenty on the DVD. Sorry, I think on the DVD it says that as well. Hmm. But then, twenty first uh, was the day that Not Cleaning aired, right? 
Uh, no, Notch Landing. Um, I think it said they it aired on the 20th to the 21st. They would do right going to the series premiere of Notch no, Landing. The, the series premiere actually for Notch Landing ended up being the 29th of December, which was hmm. a little over a week later, which happened to be a Somebody may have just not updated something because on IMDb it says Yeah, because I, I was going to get into some mm -hmm. of that here in the trivia section, but uh, casting notes, obviously. David Aykroyd, no relation to Dan, was replaced by Ted Shackelford as the new Gary. Yay. E.J. Andre made his debut as Mr. Eugene. You had Terry Lester. Uh, Terry Lester. Name sounds familiar. Name was, sounds familiar. I don't know what he's been he in. He was but. on Santa Barbara. He played Mason Campwell oh. in like 1990. Okay. And he played Rudy Millington. Oh, and interesting note in this one is Andra Ackers played Sally mm -hmm. Bullock, but was replaced by Joanna Cassidy later on. Sally, so. the wind with the weird hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the gold digger, the gold digger who uh, was. She was like, "I married him the... for his money," and he's like, "Yep, yeah. that's fine with me." <laughs> yeah, at least she's honest. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if it was weird because David Aykroyd actually turned up on Knots Landing in 1982 uh, in a role opposite uh, Michelle Lee, and there was actually an interesting scene where they had a dinner party, and David Aykroyd was Michelle Lee's date, and. Gary and Val were there, so you had the two Garys in the same scene on Not Standing, which was interesting. Um, first appearance of Mr. Eugene. Uh, he died in 1984 at the age of 76. Yeah, this uh, special Thursday edition of Dallas set the stage for Not Landing spinoff, which would take over the term Thursday time slot as of the following week. And it was the number two show in the Nielsen Top Tens. Uh, there was often this not slanting as a little background as we know was presented by David Jacobs first like a scene from a marriage type of show but CBS wanted something a little more glitzy a little more saga-ish so they came out with Dallas and because the show was now successful CBS came back and said give us another David Jacobs product. So he just plugged Gary and Val in as one of the four couples on Knott's Landing. And there was always the consideration of wondering why, whether Charlene Tilton was going to move over there, but she decided to stay in Dallas and they wanted to use her as a crossover and help the shows get established. But then the network would separate the shows and Tilton at one point claimed that there was talk of her leaving Dallas for her own spinoff focusing on Lucy. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. That might have been interesting. <laughs> it might have like been. a train wreck. A train wreck. You couldn't stop watching. Choo-choo! <laughs> it's the, like what um, 2020 is, man. It's a train wreck. I can't fucking mm -hmm. stop watching. 2020 is like someone came back in a time machine and kept screwing up the uh, timeline and things were, things kept changing like the murder hornets turned up then the murder hornets disappeared mm. then, the, then the giant jellyfishes have turned up and now the the sahara dust clouds are moving over yes hold up and um wow uh, larry hagman actually co-starred with donna mills as we've mentioned before in 1971 and 72 on a show called the good life which also featured david wayne who was the first digger there's just a list of 
actors who have appeared on both shows, but we won't get into really a lot of that. We will just dive right in, I guess. Right in. Dive right in with a nice establishing shot of Seth. I love those establishing shots. Reminds me of the Brady Bunch when they do the outside of the house. Do every, do do every do, time. Do, 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 do. I love the Brady Bunch too. And then the but the Brady Bunch didn't have horses galloping across the front. Hmm. That is correct. Starts with a close up of forty five record playing on a record player. Oh my god. Uh, my first note was that is a very 70s sounding LP for it to have been Gary's favorite before he moved away. Yeah, it sounded like a dying Christmas song or something. I, was, like, I, I didn't don't... know what music. I was thinking maybe I should Shazam it and then I didn't just to figure oh, that's out. That's a good what idea. Oh. That's a good idea. You want me to do that? What's, I can what's do that Shazam? Real quick. Shazam yeah, is an app that it can have on your phone, and if there's music playing, it can listen it to up. the the music, and it can tell you what the music is. Oh, SoundHound. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. that. But or, you know, it's or like Shazam. They're different apps. But you know, like I always use Shazam. Is is one like Android? One is Apple or something? like I that? I have Apple. I don't know. No, they have. It's for both. You can do Shazam yeah, on both. And so Miss Ellie is sitting and she's like looking at Gary's art because he's an artist and lots of pictures of horses. He, it wasn't a bad artist, uh, apparently. No, oh, no, no, he's oh, a pretty no. good artist. And better, better than I, better than I am. I can't stand the lines even when I color. And she, <laughs> she's just sitting nostalgically looking at her, her pictures of her son. And then it cuts to the family being very awkward. Yeah, they, they can hear it because they yeah at breakfast. Yeah. Remember, Seth works has the, the thin walls as we learned last time. Like this, how how loud is she fucking playing this music that they are outside? She's like upstairs in her room. I mean, her room must like she must have the window open and it's directly yeah. above maybe because you can hear that clear as day. Yeah, no, but her room no is really there. Her room is on the other side of the house. Even you wouldn't think so. <laughs> But you know, or else. But then again, so, that shit. When we learned last week, Southwark has thin walls because the, J, everyone could hear Jr. and Sue Ellen arguing during the night. It's right. not uh, coming up on Shazam, you guys, because it's so fucking old and awful. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> well, I think not it real was music. It's probably just made for the show. Just something made for um, the show, right? Probably. Because then they don't have to pay. They don't have to pay any extra money for it. And that is why Knott's Landing is not one of the reasons not slanting never finished all of their seasons on DVD is because as music I've been rights. watching, there is music rights up the wazoo. Yeah. There's especially a lot. Lisa Hartman singing journey and she sings survivor songs and she's just oh, singing wow. all the stuff that's got and all yeah. this music that's been used. That's what held up the wonder year so long. They had, that's, that's right. Rights. Wow. And they had, um, an episode of, uh, not slanting where they had Mr. Rogers on TV, so they had to probably get right, rights from Mr. him. Rogers. And it's funny because I noticed Dallas very rarely do they make mention to people or things in popular culture, but Not Slanding has making references things. They made a reference to The Simpsons, uh, Arnie Becker on LA Law. They just. Uh, yeah, they never did on Dallas at all. They never did any. It existed in its own time and place. Like it's even hard to, other than the clothes, it's hard to like put it in a timeline. Right. All right. So I guess I guess Lucy and her cheerleaders are following SMU down to Houston for a football game. Yeah, I guess so. Bobby, Bobby would like to see that game. He really yes, would. Yes, he would. 
Because it's been a good season for both those teams. Yes. Yeah, and did you notice he kind of he he's like he loses his enthusiasm. He's like because nobody's really talking. Yeah, he's Jr. Like, uh, really can't stand that nursery rhyme, and this this leads to him go the whole. Oh, wait, Miss Ellie is forlorn. Oh, is what? Oh yeah, she's she's like womp womp. We need a drink, Miss right, Ellie. Yeah. Is, bah, 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 she wants the emotes when she's in the scene with Jock as well. So this whole episode. Wordlessly emotes. <laughs> so Miss Elias forlorn. Jr. is being a dick. Surprise. Not the same thing. Jr. is being a dick. <laughs> Mary, what do you say? Mary, what do you have to say about that? Uh, fuck you, Jr. Yeah, I guess. Sure. I, I had a lot of fuck you, Jr. moments in this episode. Honestly, yeah, there was a lot of them. Me too. It started here, and it just it escalated. <laughs> yeah. Like wow, you ass. <laughs> And then you know, one by one, they all start leaving the breakfast table. Well, they, I, he calls he calls Bobby uh, uh, Bobby uh, Jr. calls um, Gary refers to him as an alcoholic and a gambler. And I think mm-hmm. Bobby wants to rip him apart at the table, and Jock has to intervene well, as usual. As, yeah, yeah. And they, they all start like uh, you know leaving one by one, and I put down y'all leave Jr. and Sue Ellen alone at the table. Like that's a good thing. <laughs> I know it's not, and and then she, he mouths off to her. Kind of, it was like you know about her therapy, and I'm like, stab him, girl, stab him in the eye with that damn fork. Uh huh. Her compassion right. for other people is downright touching, isn't it? Now, uh, I mean, like at least I have some mm-hmm. ass. That's true. Exactly. Oh, we we did learn that it is Gary's birthday, and that's why Miss Ellie is mm, taking right. out the artwork and the record. Because mm-hmm. she's just missing her son. And Jock tries to comfort her. Tries. He, he tries. Yeah. Sweetheart. He tries. Sweetheart. But he calls her he, sweetheart. But he's kind of at the same time just not letting. I, he just needs to like let her have it, and he he like can't let it be. Yeah, because he's like that's that's enough of the records. Like he's trying to be nice, but like. Then let me fuck this record. Get out. Let me have right. my morning day. Like mm-hmm. that's right. it. One, let me have my one day where I can like think about my son. Right? Ugh, I can't even imagine. As a mother, like I'm like, I can't imagine if like Seth was all of a sudden like, well, we can't even like talk about Ryer anymore. You know, like I would lose my goddamn mind. That's that, that's a good point. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And what what I made an okay drink. Miss Art Miss Ellie is wistful. J- Jock is trying his best to comfort her. And then I think they're they're talking or something, and I, I put down another reason y'all should have put your feet in Jr's ass a long time ago. Hmm. I what I don't know why I said that. I just being uh, a dick still on the breakfast table, maybe. I Is think, that when their next scene with Jr. Uh, he's going away. He's going away on a biz, quote unquote business. Uh, no, because she's like, no, oh. no. This they were. Ta- I think they were talking about Jr. and how he talked about Gary. Oh, okay, maybe. I, I don't know. It must have been something about that conversation because I jumped right into LMAO public opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, at this point, I, I had some mixed feelings about Gary in this episode. And I, like, I'm kind of pissed at Gary in that moment where Miss Ellie, I was too. Where, because she's, because, like, he he left and he's not at all talking to his mom and he knows his mom had nothing to do with like his dad and brothers being yes. assholes. And he, and totally he can call abandoned- whenever. 
Yeah, he doesn't call her at all. He doesn't write her a letter. Like, fuck you, Gary. That's your mom. He could call, he could call. and, like, disguise his voice to be like, oh, right. is Mrs. Ewing there? I mean... He could send her a fucking letter. God damn it, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Anonymously. Yeah. I mean, he's... Dick. <laughs> he had the... He actually had the guts to leave home instead of... Mm-hmm. Staying at home with mommy and daddy yeah. like Jay and Bobby. I, I, he, he did, and I and I give him props for leaving. I just kind of give him a they little all, shit for not keeping in contact with his mom, yeah. who misses him. They really all needed to fly the coop seriously, because who who the fuck lives with their parents and their? They do, I guess. But there's a there's a lot of women in this who Gary doesn't know how to treat correctly. But I'm uh, there's three women in this episode where Gary's kind of being a dick to, and I yeah. like Gary, but yeah, yeah, and but, so yeah, and then I guess JR is packing away to go away on quote unquote business with Kristen, uh-huh. and he wants he has to want to get that rust colored tie out of the closet. Where is he staying? He's staying at with Connolly's. Something and, like that. He's staying at some hotel. Some fancy ass hotel. He's like, I'm going to be there if you need me. And she's like, I don't think I'm going to need you. And she's like, oh, no. Some hotel. Yeah, ho. <laughs> Tell, motel, holiday, in. <laughs> and JR, uh, oh, what is she? JR's uh, display of perverse conduct is how Suellen refers to. Yeah, aren't you worried about public opinion? And he kind of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Not too much. Yeah. Not even one. <laughs> not all. There's no shortage of filthy minds in Dallas, but that's my town, baby. Because I like how mm-hmm. she's, like, she's like trying to like calm on being with Kristen. Like, it's like, ooh, yeah. I'm on you. And he's just like, yeah, we're going to have a great time. <laughs> and it's like, oh. She's like, right, she's, see you later. And and he's like, well, you're not thinking of taking advantage of my absence, are you? And she's like, well, I plan on just being just as discreet as you are. Oh, that's awesome. I love their one so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. I'm like, and at the same time, I'm sitting there going, you guys are so fucking stupid. You are so <laughs> fucking stupid. You know you still, like, want that, talking about the other one. Stop being fucking stupid. Stop. And he, be- he believes in nepotism. Oh, God. Oh, right. I was yeah. huge eye nepotism roll. pussy. Right. <laughs> That's why I said nepotism. Discretion. <laughs> Mary, what does that mean? What, what do you have to say to Jr. for that nepotism? Oh, I guess fuck you, Jr. Sure. Yeah. You get disgusting get... pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a dirty dog. Yeah. Mm. And then Lucy's she's giving here. away her secret plans again on the phone for whatever she's doing. She's a dumbass. I gotta Talking meet my mama. mama. Oh, oh, I gotta meet my mama before I get on that bus to go down to Houston. Mm-hmm. So by this whole subplot, I'm just gonna say it now, and I'm gonna be a bitch about it for the rest of the episode. I'm annoyed <laughs> by this subplot of Lucy not being there. So goddamn annoyed. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Wait, I'm not being where? What now? Again. She leaves Houston this, and she's gone. She's not in this whole episode. She leaves. Oh yeah. And nobody. And, I'm gonna. I'll talk about it more later because I have so much to say. But, I, I know what you're gonna say now. I did, it didn't. But now I did. Yeah, because she should be there, right? Yeah, you would think. You would think they would make a big deal about it. She should be yeah. there for what happens later. She is yeah. going to. Uh, yeah, she's like going on a field trip with the cheerleaders, but they, they, they. But they say, don't tell they her know, either. They know where she's going. She tells them the hotel right. she's staying at, the city. Right. 
know all the information and nobody she's going down there with the smu has a football game in houston mm -hmm. and she's going down there right and, and somehow they end up managing to get somebody else to come home from another place in texas which we'll yeah. get to and Austin. they don't call her yeah fuck. they don't call her at all the fuck? i the hate fuck? it Okay, but go on. Go I didn't ahead. even really think about that until just now. And it really doesn't Again, again it's that Lucy doesn't, it. Lucy doesn't exist. Lucy doesn't exist. They do not so, give a shit about Lucy. Nope. She's the middle child. They're not even going to ask her to come with them because he was not sure it works, it works out. Yeah. So, Karen, are you? They really should have left her with her grandma, Lily Mae oh Clements. God. Oh, God. So, so Lucy and Miss Ellie, they meet Valine. And Miss Ellie wants Gary back. It's his birthday. Blah, blah. My son, my son. And she's like, well, I don't know where he is, but if he calls, I'll, I'll tell him to call you. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why Miss Ellie loves Gary so much. Why? That was her. That was her. Jock took JR. And she said Bobby and JR are jocks. Gary's not. Like, but like, how do you love him so much? I think they were close. Bobby was the youngest. Everybody spoiled Bobby. Yeah, Jock took Jock took Jr. over like from the time yeah. he was four or five years old. That was like firstborn. It was the son and heir. He's like, okay, this is my boy. He's gonna be my protege. Gary comes along. Miss Ellie's like, oh, that's my baby. Yeah. And then Bobby's the baby. He's the baby. Bobby's the baby. And all that. Yeah, he's the baby. He's the baby. So then they both spoiled Bobby because yeah. each one had one and then Bobby was. I just imagine like Gary and Miss Ellie having like long talks at night about feelings. He probably wrote poems <laughs> for her. He obviously yeah, he, he, he drew pictures for her and you oh, know, he drew pictures of horses did. and wrote All a poem. The time. So they were like that. And she, he reminds her of her brother. He he was her yeah he, that was her sweet boy okay okay right and, and she kind of boy. and she was protective of him because he wasn't like tough and like creepy masculine whatever yeah you, you you know you know those boys that are in their art and poetry they're a little uh, they're, they're they're not masculine as uh, as as Jock probably would have gone off to say if if he had to say that. She made say. some reference to when Sue Ellen was pregnant back along about Jr. being a very shy child. Mm -hmm. Like, That's right. and I think Jock was probably the type to snap him up and be like, come on, boy, you know, yeah. open your mouth, get talking. So, and she was always saying stuff like, oh my God, I gave you up too soon. Yeah. J Jock was like, big with a toxic, toxic masculinity. Yeah. I would be surprised if Jock took Jr. to a friggin' Like whorehouse when he was I would I would old. not be surprised sure about it. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Because that's how he treated women. Didn't they say something about that in that one episode? Maybe it was a bar. I don't know. I'm thinking titty bar though. Right. Either one. <laughs> that that was it was that's crazy, kind of but fucked I, up. <laughs> I think that was a thing. That's how you made right. your son a man way back yeah. when. Which is like what, you what, was, what was the bar? What was the bar in Maryland Children? Uh, uh, oh God! Uh, I don't know. I'm but uh, where the beer gives you gas and the Bundys kick ass? Uh. Oh, I, I don't I know. know. But I, I, it seems like that would be the type of thing for Jock to do. And yeah. then it it totally explains why Jr. was the way he was. So when they were like, "Oh, 
like 12 years later, they're like, oh, JR, you need to settle down and find a wife now. He's like, but she took me to the whorehouse. I don't understand, right. like, you know? Well, yeah. yeah, that's not. So, uh, why? Yeah. In fact, you sent me to the whorehouse every weekend. And you He's like, but I have really confused else. ideas about what love and sex are. So right. I don't know how to interpret that. <laughs> Thanks, Jock. Thanks, Jock. Good job. That so should be our to- other fucking Toxic JR. masculinity <laughs> ruins the party once again. <laughs> da, da, da. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> and next, Sue Ellen answers the phone, and it's Rudy Millington, Kristen's old boy. I love that part. I love that part. <laughs> she is more than willing to tell Rudy where Kristen is. With She's like, just a- do you want me to, like, call them for you right now? Because I will. Because <laughs> I just show up and surprise her. Yeah, yeah just show awesome. up. She'll love it. <laughs> and she hangs up the phone and she's like... She gives that look. <laughs> she's like a maniacal <laughs> laugh. <laughs> it's a silent maniacal laugh. It really is. Like, her lip just curls into the... If she had a mustache, she would twirl it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So then so that's the Val, end. And, and Val has not been straightforward here because she goes she, back put, to her place. She right. lied. <laughs> Gary's with her. But but Except Gary has not been, has not been living there. He's Except been, he's not living he's been, there. Yeah, he's been coming and going, and he has a suitcase that he's packed. That cheap blue ugly suitcase that is sitting on the bed or the chair or wherever it was sitting. Mm-hmm. And I guess he is up for a job in California, but he called the guy for the job. The guy didn't call him. Right. Right. Because Gary needs to get out of there. Because Gary's looking for an out. Yes. He wants to take things slowly. Val wants to move things forward because I guess they have been seeing each other, as we learned in this episode, for Mm -hmm. over a year since he left the last time. Right. And... And this is one of those things where that's this is where I'm getting the feeling that Gary has a lot of fucking issues. I'm not someone who watched Knots Landing really, so I so I don't know that much about Gary for the future. But what I'm seeing of Gary right now is he's a dude with a lot of fucking issues, and he has a lot of commitment issues, and he can't deal with anything. I will say Knots Landing. He's a little better because, right, Josh. Hills and valleys. Hills and yes. Valleys. But he's a lot more, I think because he's away from them, he's a lot more, I don't want to say responsible. I think it's like a kind of a, like a stable and a little and a little bit more family-like. Okay. But, but then you start seeing those pieces of Gary coming. Gotcha. Back. When, when the pressure hits. Yes. Under certain circumstances. Yeah. As you saw with the spilled milk when he had the face of David Ackroyd. Right. In the, in he wants the, to just uh, run. Yeah. Right. So he, he likes to chunk and go because when he got, when did he get driven off? It was 17 or something. Because his first marriage to right. Belle was, it was she around was 1963. 15. 1963, because they said 17 years earlier. So it's 62, 63 around there. And he's been a drifter. So he has not put down roots. So he, can't stay in one place for a long time because that's how the life he's been living since he got driven away. Yeah, I had forgotten like this whole part before I rewatched this episode. Right. How he was in there and you know doesn't really live there, but right. You know. Like he comes in, he's like, oh, it's, it's my. He's not really like a booty call, but 
Almost. <laughs> Almost. Just like, Almost. I'll be back, honey. Yeah. They're say what trying. I say, you bitch. He just can't <laughs> handle commit. Like, he starts like, oh, yeah, I love you. I love you. Oh, shit. This is getting intense. I got a jet. And yep. I, you can just see her. Like, and it looks like it's just happened a million times and she's used to it. Yeah, and they, don't, okay. and they don't want to bring Lucy into it because they don't. Which is total bullshit. Because you don't ask your own child to move to California with you. That's just bullshit. <laughs> right. I mean, it is. At least give her the option. She might not want to go. Like, I get that but if she was her. like nine, but she's like mm-hmm. 20. She's big enough yeah. to handle it now. Yeah, and she's a California girl, so go ahead and bring her out there. Totally, right. Or at least invite her to the goddamn wedding, but I digress. <laughs> Well, no, no. She might be one of the uh, certain parts of the cheerleader pyramid that's very important. So she can't uh, miss that football game so, because if she if she leaves, then they won't have. She's like four the... nine. She'd be the top. Yeah, she's a flyer. <laughs> right, exactly. Then they wouldn't have the top to their pyramid. The pyramid would just look really weird. So. so then there's a very just throwaway scene of Jr. and Kristen arriving at the. Uh, I know it. At, at the Conley Hotel. And I had to look away for a second, but was I think that was Rudy looking. It was. Yeah. Yeah. When they walked away from the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Being a creeper. And she's all that. It's amazing that that he got down there, that JR and Kristen had already left, and he got down there literally before them so that he could stop them. Yeah. Full speed. Yep. Full speed. Yeah. Well, because they stopped somewhere. They said that they stopped somewhere on the way, Kristen and Jr. Because she was annoyed. Oh yeah, to see somebody. Yeah. Because that that was that was business, and she was like, "There shouldn't be no more setting up the whole leg. There should be no more business. Like this is just my weekend with you." Yeah. It's like yes, from here on out, full attention on you, the whole thing. And she's like, "Okay, we'll 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 see where that goes." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then. Bobby's sitting in his office and there's a disturbance outside. Some, I love some that do- part. Some guy with donuts saying that he needs to bring Bobby some a delivery. Of do- there's a donut yeah, delivery. Your, or- guys, your guy's here with coffee and donuts and he's like, I didn't order any coffee and donuts. What the hell? I, Send him a <laughs> I wanted donuts. I really would have liked donuts when I was watching. Me too. Here's somebody arguing with Con- Connie. Connie. Somebody arguing with Connie and he, this guy comes in the room and she's like, I tried. Bobby. And Bobby looks and Gary, you've grown and you, uh, your face has changed. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. It's a different Gary. And now you, you notice the two previous recastings of Kristen Digger took place at the airport. So this one takes place in an office. Well, right. in an apartment. In an apartment. Yeah. But there are more that take place in the airport. So I think the airport is the main place for Facial uh, shifting. So, Gary and Bobby, Bobby's office. <laughs> Bobby puts him on the phone with Miss Ellie. Yep. Who's come back from shopping, buying a lot of things, and wants to race to pick up a special deal. So then, Ellie comes home with presents. She comes home with the presents, and Bobby calls and puts Gary on the phone. And they have the conversation, and then. Who's in the living room sitting in her chair and overhears all of this? So Ellen just quietly doing needlework. She's like, I'm not here. Just sitting there. I'm just going to pretend I'm not seat. here. She's in the same position later in the episode, which makes me wonder, does she sit in that chair for the whole, most of the episode? Uh-oh. 
I think yeah. she realizes if she's just quiet, just no one's, she, like, it's like Lucy. She if can, she's just quiet, no yeah. one pays attention to her. And she can hear everybody's secrets. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, honestly, if you're just quiet in that house, everybody's, everyone's like screaming their secrets constantly. So. Yeah, you'll hear something, either on the phone or somebody yelling down the staircase uh-huh. or something. Or Someone a having like a arguing sec- late, late night in their bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> or having a secret affair on the telephone in the middle of the house. Yeah. Which is dumb. <laughs> Which is the most, like, they're so bad at it. So Stupid. bad. There's no discreet. <laughs> oh, wait. Have we gotten there yet? We haven't. No, no. Edit, edit. Beep. <laughs> Eugene and Sally Bullock. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he... I don't think Mr. Eugene at first seems happy to see No, he's not. Ewing. He's like... He's like, no. mm, this, this, this dick over here. That guy gives zero fucks and I kind of love him. Yeah, he really does. And he's he rich and he's old and he's like one of those guys like, I can say anything I want and it doesn't matter. Yeah, and he's got a young wife and he he kind of whores her out, I feel like. <laughs> he's like, oh, he hey. 100% does. He's like, yeah. He's like, go have, negotiate. It reminds me of a cross between Santa Claus and Gene Evans who played Garrison. Yeah, I can see that. He kind of does. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, for one second, Kristen gets excited because they mentioned that thing about how she used to be, like, his secretary or assistant, and now, and now she's, she's his, his wife. wife. And you can see her go, like, ooh, like, one day that will be me. Sally <laughs> married him for his money. Not you, side piece. <laughs> but, but nah. then quickly put in her place when he's she- when- she handles all of the studio. She's business. like, JR, I thought we weren't going to talk any business this weekend. And even like they caught on, they were like, dude, that's a pretty demanding little side piece you got there. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you can sit down. You guys can join. You can join me if you want to. And you to Kristen, like, I guess if you have to sit down, you can. I was like, what an asshole. <laughs> like, wow, Jesus. Pig. Pig. Mm-hmm. And Kristen doesn't like his insinuations. I am his, he is my sister's husband. I am just the secretary. And I, I don't. People and, roll and, their eyes, like huge, like not even pretending not to. Sally ain't buying that. Yeah. No one's buying no, that. Exactly. And Sue Ellen. But, even, but Sally, even. Sally in particular, they get that reaction shot of her with that eye roll just to. And Sorry. Sue Ellen, um, Sue Ellen even foreshadowed this about public opinion and uh-huh. shit. Right. That's true. And then he gives it, but he's like, let me give you some advice. Like, don't like pretend that uh, you love this old aging guy next to you, meaning JR, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, because we, everybody knows one- you're there for your money. And she's like, what? Like, she starts clutching her pearls. Like, what? No, you totally misinterpreted this. And everyone's like, uh, whatevs. Whatevs. Mr. Eugene's got one foot in the grave already. You know, one foot on the banana peel. <laughs> yeah. Ready to slip on, slip on by, you know. And then he's just like, you really should take my advice. So. And JR and Sally start making eyes at each other. Uh huh. And JR just thinks the entire thing is hilarious. He thinks it's all funny. So Val is, now we're back to Val's place. And uh, there's a knock on the door and she says, who is it? And uh, apparently it's Jack the Ripper. 
yeah, but it's it's Gary who's uh, come back to celebrate his birthday after his um, call with his mother because he, he obviously he's going to meet her tomorrow morning, so he needs a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And so she's happy, so he, even though he said he was leaving, and now he's back. Uh, poor Valine. Poor, and then poor Sally Valine. starts to flirt and with Jr. And Kristen is pissed. quote unquote ne- negotiate. Yeah. Heavily flirting, and Kristen just like, I'm sorry, you're doing this in front of me, like fuck you, and uh, no one cares. They all pretend she's not there. And and Mr. Eugene excuses himself to go to bed while the two of them are left to quote unquote. Yeah, and he literally is like, you guys can go finish the deal. I'll see you tomorrow. And Kristen's like, I'm sorry, what the fuck is happening right now? No, I'm not in. No, 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 no. This isn't happening. And then Jared's like, Yeah, 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 it is happening. You can go to bed. Bye, go to sleep. And she's like, and she, what? She, she gets those Kristen crazy eyes. She gets huge crazy eyes. Yep. But hmm. she, she don't go to bed. She go to the bar and get herself an Irish coffee, which she never finishes drinking. Right, which just like, it's dinner. She's getting an Irish coffee. Like, girl does not plan to go to sleep tonight. No. <laughs> she's no. going to stay up all night being crazy. Right, because those crazy eyes are going to be popping out of her head. That's probably who Paul Notes wrote that song. Called Crazy So, so she it's gets to the Kristen. bar and Rudy approaches her and she's like, oh shit. And then he just keeps he keeps questioning her about like, you know, we had a good thing going. Why don't you want me anymore? Because we had we were great together. And she's just like, Yeah, you don't make enough money for me. Sorry. But I make I make two hundred thousand dollars at the bank. And she says, Well, JR tips two hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. And he's like, really? Like you need that much? And she's like, Yeah, yes, I do. <sighs> and he wonders if that uh that includes Kristen's fees, which to which she slaps in the face. He's not wrong, though. No, no, no. She's he's definitely not wrong. But he tells her he's staying at the St. Francis Motel. If she changes her mind, and she storms off without even. Did she even take a sip of that Irish coffee at all? She did. She took one sip because she was trying to sip it. I, I noticed this because she was trying to sip it like so that the whipped cream didn't go all over her face, but it did get a little bit on her I, lip. I think that would have been funny if the whipped cream had gone. They should have just given it to her without that huge thing of whipped cream because it was mm-hmm. it was a little too much. Well, she's used to having whipped cream on her face. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Suellen <laughs> so so actually did get out of the chair because she's in her room now talking to the picture of her and uh, JR's wedding. Yeah, for like two seconds. Fill her scene. Yeah. yeah. She's right. like, well, I know I, I put Suellen All the fun happens when you're away, JR. She was like a little soliloquy. She's contemplating <laughs> things. <laughs> It's it's weird. She's like she's like sitting in her room, looking all like pretty in her little like t- dish towel shirt, with her hair all cute in the bun. It does. She it does. It looks like a a washcloth. Her that yellow like shirt. Terry cloth. Yeah. Was it like terry cloth? Terry cloth was so big in the seventies. It's in you know that picture of all of them in the front lawn from nineteen seventy nine. She's wearing that shirt. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's the world. same shirt except she's got her hair up in in this style bun. And it's almost but, like she's, she's, 
she's almost being like wistful like yeah it's, yeah she's she in the dark talking to a wedding photo right yeah. it's it's almost like the wicked queen talking to the mirror, uh, the mirror ah, i can see that yeah kind of but yeah. it's you know, she's feeling feelings and she doesn't want to feel feelings. He's being an asshole. He's blatantly messing around with her little sister and doesn't give a fuck. And I'm just like, leave him. Right. <laughs> he's an right. ass. Uh-huh. Hit the road. Girl. Leave his ass. Yeah. Go wash yes. dishes or something. I mean, I'm sure. Hey, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. If she went to Miss Ellie privately and said, "I need to leave his ass and he take my baby and go," Miss Ellie would be like, "I got you, girl." What she would. Yeah. We will not. We will not send. We will not like, send I you to. We won't send you to Lily Mae Clemens' house because Jr. found you with Lucy there. Right. And, yeah. and maybe Valerie could show her how to wash dishes, wait tables, because Valerie has experience. Yeah, because Sue Ellen has no idea. She's never done that before. She can, mm-hmm. but a, a skill would be good to have. She, has, you know, she ever, has she ever had a job that other than um, walking the runway? For Probably not. Her mistakes. Probably, not. I wouldn't think so. But I'm sure Patricia probably taught her all the wifely things. Well, she knows how means. to cross stitch, like a some bitch. So she can cross stitch. She can she sell might that even shit. Know how to cook her. She might even know how to cook a meal or two. She yeah. probably does like the basics. She probably can like make some bacon and eggs and. For the morning yeah. after, Patricia would have taught her that. Mm-hmm. You always <laughs> gotta have a Patricia. good couple you of gotta have dishes. That, you gotta have, she over. probably taught her how to make the hangover breakfast. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. the the breakfast, the full breakfast at the Greasy Spoon or like Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Denny's. Moves over my hammy. No, like like a full English breakfast. You want like no, the Grand can. Slam at Denny's at three a.m. when you've been drinking. <laughs> Some, uh, I will take one of yeah. everything. Hands over Miami. Moons over Miami. My moons over Miami. That's what it was. Moons over Miami. You want to bypass the hash browns and go for the corned beef hash. No. Hash browns are home fries, man, all the way. Yeah. But at at a hangover breakfast, you also want to throw in the corned beef hash, too. I'll pass on that. I don't like it either. The roast beef hash. And I prefer tater tots. Me, too. No, no. I like the shredded hash browns. Shredded Only if they're really, really crispy, like like be, cremated, be, like super crisp. They have to be. They, they have to be cooked in enough oil to make them crispy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Super crispy, and yeah. I only eat the parts that are. Yeah, okay. the parts that are most, and I always leave them until they start to burn, and then they get. That's when they get the crispy part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we leave Sue Ellen's uh, wick- soliloquy. Yeah. And Gary and Val and Miss Ellie and Bobby's office. And she asked their plans, and he and Gary, Gary's like, "I'm sorry, plans? I don't make <laughs> plans. plans. I don't, what do I have to leave this room right now and run away because plans? Ah! <laughs> my, my, yeah. plan, my plans are to pack that ugly blue suitcase, and get my ass out to California because there's a job that I have to take. Yeah. Right." Lord. And Miss Ellie's heard this story before, and I love Miss Ellie because she just kind of lays it on the line, and she's like, "This is this is my interpretation of what Miss Ellie says." She's like, "Dude, 
I'm not saying, (laughs) I'm not saying, you know, you have to make promises or be perfect. Just stay in my goddamn life. Mm -hmm. Fucking call me and try for fucking once in your life, Gary. (laughs) That's, that's my interpretation of what Miss Ellie was saying. Yeah. Yeah, And and Gary is tired of hurting people. He's hurt Lucy. He's hurt Dow. He's hurt his mama. But, uh, he and takes it to heart. And what does he do, right, when she tells him to try? Motherfucker gets up and asks Valley to marry him. Mm-hmm. Pops the goddamn question. Oh. I was kind of happy. A it little was bit. Pretty, it was pretty sweet. Right. And they've been talking about moving to California. Right. What's in California? Oh. <gasps> This little mm-hmm. cul-de-sac, right? With all these like little houses, developments <laughs> that Bobby owns. What? Bobby, yeah, they're they've been. Well, he, he, Bobby he does, has he does, a real estate project in California. He does, he, but he he only owns one house in that particular cul-de-sac because the others are built. People. Yeah, I guess this is the thing that we have not heard from in like a year with Bobby buying and selling houses. It just randomly comes up. Oh yeah, I've been doing this for capital. The whole time. Right. Okay, Bobby. Before, before we get there, we go to, um, we, ha- we have to cut away just to give them a chance to, because um, Gary and Val have to leave to go get the blood test, get the marriage license, so they want to get married that day. Blah, right. blah, Remember blah, when you had to get blood tests? I don't think that's a thing anymore anymore. It is in some states. It's not Alabama. And I know it wasn't in 1999 because I didn't have to get one. They had now just ended just it. To- they ended it in Michigan right before we got married, which was 2000. Now you just need to go get your corona tests. No, just kidding. <laughs> so Kristen is uh, comes down her little uh, skirt and her green top, which matches her green eye jealousy that she sees when she uh, gets when she sees Jr. and Sally negotiate. Right, because which makes it seem like Jr. probably has not been home all night. I would guess because she doesn't know where he is. Yeah, and she thinks they're going to play tennis, which is kind of cracks me up. The thought of Jr. playing tennis. Jr. Well, he was playing. He wasn't playing tennis. He was playing racquetball. racquetball. So I, I get it. It's a rich people's sport. He'd be into it. And um, uh, Sally says that's a very demanding secretary, and Jr. says, but useful. (laughs) Gross. Gross. Uh, Kristen's eyes are popping out, and she goes uh-huh. off to see Rudy. She well, goes to that St. Francis Motel. There, but first she has to ask directions from the valet, and the valet, this guy who's the valet, and I looked up in the credits, and I think he's the guy that is listed under um, uh, something about bus, a uh, table bus or something. I think he's labeled wrong because he would he had lines, and he's overacting completely. He's like, well. To get to the hotel, you go here, and then you go here. He's <laughs> like the, ba- the ballet guy. Yeah, totally steals yeah, his car. Goes, you go all the way down the road Ooh, at the thing. first stoplight. You make a left, and it's been four miles. <laughs> and she's and I'm like, oh my are God. We, do we understand? She's totally. This is my first acting job, and I am going to overact. She's totally, totally, he's, he's totally stealing Jr.'s car. By the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so he's like, excited. Bring my car. <laughs> So excited. Yeah, she is stealing JR's car, but he's so excited to be acting. He's like, I have a role on Dallas and I'm going to just, I'm going to act the entire thing. 
You go all the way down. <laughs> Master Thespian acting. Yeah. He was amazing. I love that guy. He's really funny. Can, can we can we nominate him for an award? We yes. should. I don't know what award. Overacting award. He's yes. the over so far the best overacting award this season. Yes. <laughs> oh, maybe and, at the end of the season we should have like award for the at at, at the end of the yeah like yes, yes. we should have like the yes. Raz, the Razzies or the Rotten Tomatoes. Razzies yeah. <laughs> yes we should we should totally come up okay listeners what the, category the should we have the gushers and the gushers and the dry holes <laughs> ew ew okay <laughs> what so <laughs> so the one will the one will be the most overacting. Uh, guest appearance and then yeah listeners tell us what other categories we should have and then we will do it at the end of the season that would be really really fun for reals yeah I already got a couple in mind yeah so now we're that back to the office and Bobby Gary and Val are planning the wedding that day that day they're getting married that afternoon and they're having you better go have their blood test Mm, or so, so they've been, today. they have been separated for 17 years, which means uh, 62 or 63, counting back. Right, right. Late 62. So Lucy wasn't an infant like they made her out to be, I guess. She was a toddler. What year did we figure she was born? 60. 60? Okay. So 50, she was 59, yeah. 60, because yeah, yeah, Val, Val was 50. 60. 60, because she turned uh, 18 and 78. Right. Okay. Or no, wait, no, yeah, 78, because she had yeah. that 18, that birthday party when she so ran she away. With the Ryder van. Yeah, with the Shag van with Greg Evigan. Right, right, right. That was so 78. 60. And 60. they've been they've been so they've been separated for 17. So it could have been like late. Six, yeah, she could have been like one. They yeah. tried for a year to live there, maybe? Yeah. Sounds right. Something like that, yeah. Because when she, they show the scene on, on Knott's Landing, when Val's mother comes to Knott's Landing, they show scene where uh, JR's henchmen, JR's not there, but show up in West Virginia or wherever Lilla May is, mm-hmm. and they take the baby from them. Like a flashback? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it and it is a baby ish. Okay. You know, it's a baby. So yeah, they they pull her from her clutch clutching mother's arms and all that. And so, so I'm guessing that flashback was incorrect. Which is mere because I was I would not go down without a fight. Like as soon as she got my baby for me, even a a relative, I would be like, uh, no. Yeah, not weird. happening. Who the hell did Jr. think he he was having his goons do do this out of state? I can understand in state he has you know. That's his turf, but he's stepping into, you know, West Virginia. West it's Virginia, also right? a much younger Jr. who is probably just like not even thinking and swaggering all over the place and just like I do what I want. Yeah, whatever, whatever I do, what I want. Right, I do what I want. Yeah, and then you know sends his henchman up to you know dueling banjo country there to get mm-hmm. the uh, get the baby back and put the fear of God and. and and that's Val is our whole point. Val's why do yeah. care? Right, why? Let Gary and Val go. Let them go. Wait a minute. No, because they were living on South Fork at the time, weren't they? Because he's mm-hmm. worried they're going to have a boy. Well, guess what? They had a girl. And right. why don't you shape up and get married yourself, you 
idiot. But at the same time, okay, this is 1960. He's 21. Right. Is he still in college? Like, why the, why the hell does he care? He hasn't even got a nom yet. Because of his birthright. He hasn't even got a nom yet. <laughs> he hasn't even got a nom and, and not shot anybody because JR, he's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because but, I think he's worried about having the 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 first male grandchild. I think he's always been worried about that. And so, so they had a girl. So get married and get your wife pregnant, dumbass. True. But his point. way is he's always going to take like the, a different way because it's JR. So he's just like, I, I'm just going to have to get this threat out of the way. Like I dodged the bullet. It was a girl. Next time... It could be a boy, so I got to separate him. If he really didn't want them there or to have any ties, he would have just let them let Valiant go off with Lucy. Mm-hmm. He yeah, should have. He should have. It was a bad decision on his part. He's an honestly. idiot. And Lucy's fucked for life now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I, I think, I don't know if there was that piece of, you know, the throw the spaghetti at the wall in the writer's room and try to see what sticks and whether there was the contemplation of J.R. at some point possibly being revealed to be Lucy's father. father. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whether it was under a possible consideration. There, you know, They could just throw out all these ideas and just say, ah, we might revisit that later. So let's just keep that. Let's lay some threads for... Yeah. making that right. plausible if we go back to revisit it but uh it certainly turned up in that that book which i want to reread again although right. valian's name was maureen yeah right. That book. right yeah so let's see ellie wants to go shopping for gifts and they're gonna they're gonna i guess go get lunch or something but bobby needs to deal with those those real estate things mm-hmm. She's Valley? like, tell me more about these. Do you have houses in California? Mm-hmm. Why, why? How, Do you have some on perhaps a cul-de-sac? <laughs> what? And not landing. And not landing. <laughs> oh, the British accent comes out. Jolly <laughs> <laughs> um, good show. She starts f- flipping <laughs> through these pictures and she sees a picture of a, <laughs> of a house that catches her eye. And that's mm. that's the only little seed that's planted right there. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like, she's like, I have a really good feeling about this one. I don't know why. I just do. And Josh, please, the when they looked at the picture, I just like was doing something. That I kind of like glanced. No, that's the house, right? That's, that's the house. That's what I thought. Okay, I know that it is when they go to see it, but I thought the picture was the house. It is. It is. Yeah, it is the house. Next is a throwaway scene of Kristen showing up at Rudy's door, and they. They go into an embrace because we know they're going to bang. Exactly. Right. Toads. Yeah. My goats. Toads, my goats. <laughs> Toads, my goats. Exactly. And then, and then the next scene is Jock's whole like, oh, yeah, Gary just uh, broke uh, my heart when I found out he didn't have any guts. It's just Jock's like toxic well, masculinity. No, 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 like, no, no. Oh, Bobby and Miss Ellie. Bobby, the funny, you forgot the funny part was Bobby and Miss Ellie arrive. Jock wants to know where she's been. They've been coming and going. And he, I have the right to know. Yeah, he has the right to know. And Miss Sally goes, I don't want to hear about your rights, Jock. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm in a hurry. I don't really care about Burn. your rights right now. 
Bobby, Bobby, Bobby's gonna buy Jock a drink. I, I love that expression. Buy him a it. drink. Buy, I'm gonna buy you a drink. Where's the goddamn cash box that they're putting this money in to buy these drinks? Do they little <laughs> like deposit, drop a quarter in or something? I've been confused about Maybe. that. The only place I've ever heard that was on Dallas. Is have you guys heard no, it? Really, it's, it's a southern thing. I've heard it. Oh, hey, oh okay. Yeah, let me let me get your ear. I'll buy you a drink, and you. Okay, that's my grandfather. Cool. It's an old thing. It's okay, funny, cool. but good enough. Good enough. It's like the it's like the expression. Let me bend your ear about something. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I don't want you touching my damn ear. <laughs> yeah, you ain't touching my ear, mofo. We're not we're not going there. No, thank you. Jock's heart got broken because Gary was uh, didn't have any guts. Wow, Jock, you, you need a you need a stronger you, heart. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that, that's yeah. That's. I'd like that's to quote being... Twin Peaks season three: "Fix your hearts or die." Come on, yeah. fix your heart. That's that's um. <laughs> screw you, Jock. Jock, screw, strap you. In. Screw you, Jock. Because he's just like he he's just has no heart through this whole thing where he's just like he wasn't man enough for me. So whatever, he runs off and I've given him too many shots, and it's like too many shots. It's your son. It's your I'm kid. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't call him a friggin' like sissy or something for right. doing well, artwork he, and poetry. He basically was, and it just oh, it breaks my heart. I think Jr. did yeah. at one point. It's like no, I think he did. Where, did. where did he learn that? Right. Yeah. Ugh. Probably at the whorehouse. Hmm. Ugh. Probably. And then so then Jr. calls home to I don't just just to see what's up. Why does Jr. call home? Yeah, he calls home to get somebody to the ranch hands to move the statue that that old man Eugene wanted, and then that's when Sue Ellen answers, yes. and then that takes okay. precedence, okay, and yeah. then she her smirks oh, and everything. Yeah, and when She's when like, um, you in residence, he's like Sue Ellen. No, no, no wait. Yeah. When, when when Ellie Ellie Bobby wasn't happy that Bobby told Jock uh, about Gary and Val, and you know they're going off to the 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 wedding. Thing and Jock, you know, Jock's gonna either show up or not show up, but he hasn't planned to at that point. And Sue Ellen is again sitting in her chair, overhearing everything. Yeah, but she does get up to answer. She does get up to answer the phone in that next scene. She takes pleasure, pride, popping like, his bubble. <laughs> Guess what? She's so excited. <laughs> her grin, her smirk is so funny. <laughs> She's like, I've been waiting years for this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the statue looked like that yeah. Mr. Eugene won't. He uh, got outbid by JR. I mean, what's, what, what's JR bidding on statues for? That doesn't seem like I something he would be doing. So Alan gets off the couch, answers the phone, and have you been drinking? You sound peculiar. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm just really happy right now. I'm just so happy. I'm just, I'm just so, so happy because I'm going to give you the news get, of the day. I get to fuck with you right now, and I've been waiting to hear from you for that. He's like, this is awesome. Yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry, what? They're getting married? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, where are they getting married? And she's like, too far Pro- away for you to do anything about it. Isn't that the best part? And he was just like, what? fucking goddamn it. It's probably at Val's place, which means that Val has been in town all this time because she has yeah. a place. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. right. We, haven't, we haven't seen her, though. Except she's for just that laid time low. When, yeah. Right, which, except which for the means- time when she showed... When she showed up, uh, you know, the cheerleading practice and yeah, everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And he's just like, Fuck. So okay. JR was obviously losing his touch if he didn't know that she was still in Dallas and dri- 
Right. Or right. he just thought she's gone. She made no like waves and he had no reason to look for her or wonder if she was there. I don't know. Right. But JR has ways of finding things out. So sometimes people cannot take a dump without JR finding out. That's true. But she, I think the most important part is he had no idea Gary was around. Mm-hmm. So she was probably like, wherever she was, she was hiding Gary. Yeah. So no one knew that he was there. Because he was sneaking in and out of town for yeah, yeah. all for the for the past year. So. Yeah. yeah. So good so job she, on them to fool JR. She put one over on JR. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty. And so he's yeah, he and he's realizing that and he's pissed and he's like I you can just see him doing like the mental math in his head, like, okay, we're here and it's this many miles to get home and we have this much time. We have to move so I can get there and break up that goddamn wedding. And he says to me, Sally, he goes, yeah, one, one married brother is more than enough. Yeah. And he's like, er, and then she's like, what the hell? She's like, what? And then mm-hmm. his car is stole, is, is quote unquote stolen by Kristen. There's <laughs> the limousine service. Can't get the limo there. There are no cars available. It's yeah. basically a comedy of errors just to get in JR's way. Uh-huh. So what does he do? <laughs> So he's just pissed, and they're like, "Well, oh, he's like, I, I, I don't like, know that you let some, the you let that bitch take my car, <laughs> basically." Wait yeah. a minute, he's wait a minute, Bellhop, you drove to work this morning, right? What the, the right. very helpful valet is like? I know exactly where she went. She went down the street and to the left, <laughs> <laughs> and four blocks over. Can we can we dear your bellboy right here? Okay, and the, the desk clerk is can like, "Can we do? Can we?" Can we do the valet dance? Woo, 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 woo. It's so funny. Like the 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 manager, like the desk clerk guy, is like, Jr.'s like, I'm gonna commandeer your bellboy. Okay, peace. And like takes off with the guy, and the guy's like, ah. He's just like, uh, okay. He's gonna take Bye-bye. him. All right. Uh, yeah. He's like, I'm Jr. Fucking Ewing. I'm commandeering your guy over here. Hey, man. I it was. <laughs> it was like in Home Alone too when they got to the hotel. The McAllisters finally showed up in New York to huh? where Kevin was. And Peter and them, they're discussing whether they're going to go out and look for Kevin. And Tim Curry is just like, uh, 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 but it's awfully cold. Do shut up. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, madam. It just, it kind of reminds me of like those old movies where somebody would just like, commandeer a cab and be like follow that car that's kind of like yeah. <laughs> it's like hey dude i'm gonna take this guy in his car and we're gonna go chase down my side piece at a motel so val's using the same wedding dress as her first marriage it wasn't that bad it did look very 60s yes it looked it looked, it looked like, like it, the color was honestly the color was off white now because it had aged yeah it had yellowed a little Okay, so this is what it bothers me. So there's this, all these like pre-wedding planning where they're like getting the yeah. wedding dress, and it's like Miss Ellie and and Valine, and you know who else would have been great there? Fucking Lucy, the daughter would have been like amazing. Or at least call her and let her know. Let, let, call, fucking call her. You know where she's staying with her cheerleaders. Be is, like, hey, so your parents are getting married. Maybe isn't this what she's wanted all this time? Yes. yes. Yeah, she has. This has been. This is like the biggest thing in, would be in Lucy's life, and nobody's even telling her. They're like, mm, she, no. 
Pines. She is she is the she is the pint sized Rodney Dangerfield of that family. No respect. <laughs> no respect yeah. at all. They no don't respect. No, res- no respect at all. No respect. You know, my uncle's dying wish. He wanted me in his lap. He was in the electric chair at the time. You know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I did. So Miss Ellie, Miss Ellie wants to give them a gift now, but it's not the airline tickets that Bob, uh, Pam is bringing. Did Pam even show up for the wedding? She was there. She was sitting on the couch. couch, Yeah. She was sitting on the couch. Okay. She just didn't have anything to say. No. I was looking to see if Lucy was there and she was not, but Pam was sitting on the couch silently. And you know who did show up? Jock. Oh, Jock. Jock strap you? Both. (laughs) Why not both? So they don't want to, they don't want to take a gift of a house and, Miss Sally says, you know, don't tell me what she, you know, don't tell her what she has to do or something like that. She said it's not enough. It's not enough for, yeah, because the the Ewing men drove, I wouldn't say Bobby. She basically said a house is the least that she can do. Right. Right. Yes. She's like, it's the very least I can do. Let me do it. Because they're like, oh, that's too much. And she's like, no, this family has been awful to you. The least we can do is give you a house. <laughs> if it's if it's anything, say it's not enough or something right. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and she's like wanting him to know because I think maybe she's worried that the reason he hasn't been in contact with her is because she, he blames her for like going along with everything that happened. So right. I think she's trying to tell him like, look, I saw what happened. I saw everything that happened, and I'm on your side. Yeah. So let me do whatever I can for you. Right. Oh. And then Jock shows up for the wedding, which <laughs> which was sweet, but man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Now here we get to the funny, funny, funny scene here. <laughs> JR busting in on Kristen and Rudy. <laughs> of course she's gonna go with JR and he's he goes, embarrassing little scene here, isn't it? <laughs> And he's laughing the whole time. Yeah, and he says, JR. He has the dude fired because he's like a kiss it. And I said, like, like he really cares. It's just a power move. He doesn't care who sleeps with Kristen. He no. Does not give a shit. He and not. he's just he's like, like, you're just a whore. You think you know you love me? Blah blah blah. Like you're. He's just. He's you're, just. You're my side. He's flexing. Yeah. You're my side piece, and these are my balls, and <laughs> you know exactly. I'm gonna and I'm gonna flex these too while I'm at it. Yep. And if you step out of line again, I'm gonna Bismarck you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then why did he keep his license when he walked out the door? He had his in the whole time. And he Stupid. took it with him. He took it with him just because he can. Just because yeah. he's because he can. Fucking you. I was like, he's gonna need that. He's gonna make Rudy go down to the DMV and sit there for three yeah. hours to get a new one because he can because yeah. he's JRU. He just moved to Dallas too, so he might have extra trouble now. And he he called he called Kristen an innocent. <laughs> and I was like, that's the farthest thing uh, from. Come on, I, I come put, on. I put that down too. I said Kristen actually tried to stick up for them both. She said it wasn't just him. And that which was weird. Like it was me. And he's like, no, it wasn't. You're an innocent. And I was like, well, fuck you. I wish you. You know what? I wish you had the same damn attitude towards your own wife, you asshole. I feel yeah. like that was Kristen. When he said that, I think Kristen was like, see, he's on my side. Like, that's how she's going to take that in her head. Her warped head Crazy is like, eyes. see, 
nobody cares about me because I'm the innocent one in this situation. We're gonna I, I just gonna feed is feeding into her. It's weird. Yeah. Like yes. I almost feel like he he knows now. Like okay, the Shepherd sisters. He knows that realizes now that Sue Ellen has like developed a brain and a backbone. Mm-hmm. And Kristen is still Kristen is Sue Ellen. That could only lead to independence. Kristen is Sue Ellen twelve years ago. Right. Except yeah. slutty. <laughs> Sue Ellen was the virgin. Kristen is Sue Ellen twelve years ago, except she's like of the seventies. She's like the seventies, not the sixties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was the main difference between the two of them. My my baby, my brother's getting married. And you get my car. I got to get back to Dallas. Well, so. honestly, yeah, she did fucking steal his car. So <laughs> she did. Yeah. She did. In all fairness, but I'd yeah. be like, with I'd be her, like with, bitch, where's with my With those keys? crazy eyes. I'd be like, yeah. bitch, bitch, where's my keys? All right, thank you. Go on to have some yep. fun now. Yep. And, and no, and, just leave her ass there, Jr. Take your key. D- take your car and go the fuck back home. Just leave her there. <laughs> Leave really her cool. there to deal with. You know, I she, would have. She can play with. Mm-hmm. She can play with Ru- Rudy's chest rug. <sighs> he didn't really but have after, a chest rug compared to Alan. Not too much. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. No, no, it was a. It was a chest placemat versus a rug. Yeah, maybe a placemat. Sure. Yeah. And then in, in the two minutes it took for him to ruin Rudy's career. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. he said Rudy says to Kristen and because Kristen's like leaving with him and she's he's like is that what you want and she's yes. just like yes yes and then and walked like, out because girl don't give a fuck no she does but she's like face yeah she thinks yeah. JR is going to take care of her she does she girlfriend is she's a little delusional like yeah. when, so when, when will when will not just she but all these women out there who who fuck with married or otherwise involved men because they're stupid and believe the shit they say don't listen to what they say they never leave their wife and when they do it's only because she kicks them out it's like when right. harry met sally when <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have what she's having when the, the uh, is it carrie fisher who's playing her friend yeah, yeah, and, and she's like, and she, at the beginning, yeah. she she's dating the guy who's married, and she's like, he's gonna leave her, he's gonna leave her, and then no, she, and then she, she's she's never gonna leave her, is she? <laughs> no, nope, no, they never, no, do. nope, they never do. So, and that's that's actually why every time I was like on a on a dating site and I came across a guy that said separated, I was like, nope, nope, because nope. they're usually not. Because yeah, that means separated in their own mind. Yeah, I'm like separated. Does I don't even care if you're legally separated unless there's like a dissolution of marriage, a divorce, or you're widowed or whatever. No, don't even. I'm not even. Best case scenario, you're just transition person. You're the rebound. Best case. Yeah. Yeah. You're the you're the one they're testing the waters with, getting back into the world. I'm like fuck that. Mm -hmm. You're like nope, nope, thank no thanks. Like exactly. And Kristen was using Rudy for. she was venting. Yeah. Yeah, she like, was. Right, yeah. She yeah. was. Side piece. She bitch. needed to vent. You're fucking around with a married man who's not only just a married man, he's your sister's husband. You, you awful. She's just an awful person. I don't care. She's Mary Crosby is Austin. Kristen Shepard is a. You judge away. Do it. <laughs> she's a whore. She's a whore. She's a whore. I love, I love just the judgment that uh, Terry Lester slash Rudy gives her. He's like, 
Like, girl, you're not just with a married guy. You're with your sister's husband. She's like, she doesn't want him. She doesn't want him. I'm like, the fuck she doesn't. She does. She, she, she just should have stayed with Rudy because he had those crazy eyes popping out of his head, playing, too. I'm like, you're, you don't know that your sister doesn't want him. She's just, she's fucking with you. Hey. She's fucking with you. Hey. She's fucking with him. Could you, you're could you imagine? Fucking idiots. <laughs> could you imagine if she... And Rudy had kids. The the eyes on those children with the popping out of their head all the time. You know, the crazy eyes might cancel each other out. They could have totally that's normal true. Eyes. Totally normal, totally normal eyes. Yep. Or they could have extremely crazy eyes. True. Could have gone either way. But that little diversion prevented Jr. from arriving before the ceremony. That's true. He gets there right after it happened. Did you guys see Sue Ellen in there? Because I didn't. Was she I did in the not. Apartment? No, she did not come. I did not. She see didn't her. go. She was too busy home, sitting in the chair in the living room, waiting for, waiting to hear something else. I was wondering I mean, about that. I was like, I thought she went, but maybe she was mm-hmm. just sitting in the. I'm corner. guessing because Jr. didn't go, she I, didn't feel yeah. she had to go. Right. And I barely, I barely even noticed Pam there too. She didn't really have any lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jr. I mean, just walked in. in yeah, they got married in the apartment. So, and then the next scene cuts to he, he, he kisses. He kisses. No, he kisses the bride. Okay, fine. Yeah, he gross. kisses the bride, and then and Val's like, you know, trying not to look uncomfortable. But then they cut to um, Bobby. All of a sudden, you see a plane, and then Bobby and Gary and Val are in not landing. Not landing. What did they call this thing? Not slending. It's a cool sound. Sounds like a spin-off. This would be a great idea for a spin-off show. Sounds like a spin-off. Yeah, weird. We thought of Bobby Ewing Private Army, Bobby Ewing Therapist. What about Bobby Ewing Realtor? Legit, he launched a whole other what thirteen contractor. How, and how many seasons did not play? Fourteen years, fourteen. Okay, he re- he launched a whole other fourteen seasons series. So, yeah. so it's funny they they were on fourteen seasons, but they made thirteen episodes less than. Well, the nerve. Hmm. But so then, cut back to. South Fork. South Fork. And Jared looks hungover. <laughs> Does he not? Looks hungover. Oh my God. But it looks like he went back to the um, the wedding was like, hey, hey, let's drink to my brother and his bride again. Right, right, right. Yep, yep. And I came all the way back. I might as well get Yeah, I might as well get drunk. Yeah. So he goes and gets drunk and, you know, he comes out the next morning and Sue Ellen's sitting at the table, not drunk, not hungover. And he, so can, he comes out and, and he's telling like, him. He comes out like, uh, you know, and she's like, hmm. Everybody was just so cheerful this morning. Uh-huh. And that's <laughs> They're what, so happy. That's the big reveal. Guess what? They're not going to live at South Fork, JR. They're going to California. <laughs> and Knox Landing. And we have a big old Major Nelson kind of laugh come out of Larry Hagman. That's what I said. I said a big smile, huge laugh at the best ending scene. He's like, hell, California. Why don't you pick out a silver pattern? Send them a send place. Them for, send, send them for it. Hell, send them eight. <laughs> California. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. Lee Rich, Philippines. 
It was definitely a good episode, just wasn't my favorite. It's never yeah, been one of my favorites, yeah. but, you know. It was a nice setup, though. It was good. Uh, I'll give it three, six bourbons and uh, a silver pattern. Okay. <laughs> okay, I actually said a 3.75 and Sally's stupid, fucked up, ugly ass bit tear. I will Seven. give it a 4.0 and a deed to a house in Knott's Landing, which opens up the fact that I will be spinning off and doing Seaview Serpent. Wait, what? No. Oh, I was like, what? I was like, what, sir? I give it 3.5 and a police report on JR's stolen fucking car. Because <laughs> Kristen stole his fucking car. I don't even care. She's like, where's my car? And like the bellboy went and got it. And JR's like, yeah. dude, where's my car? <laughs> Literally. Like, uh, your wife took it. I'm surprised nobody by, gave it. Uh, by who? <laughs> I had thought of giving it Mr. Eugene's statue. Ah. Oh, that would have been a good one too. Mr. Eugene's statue. Negotiations. <laughs> Between JR and Sally Bullock. Negotiate, and I mean negotiate. And uh, next, next episode is um, the last episode of the seventies, y'all. And it is, it is called Love and Marriage. (laughs) Thank you for joining us tonight on the Ewing Barbecue. Join us next time for episode fifteen. Love Love and Marriage. Love and Marriage. The, and next time is the last episode of the 1970s, and then we're into the 80s, y'all. And the totally. Love and Marriage is, does not have an appearance from Ed O'Neill, Katie Segal, Christina <laughs> yeah. Applegate, or David Fisher. Uh, Damn it. Oh, well. Um, so in the meantime, um, join us on social media. We're on almost all the things. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, and I'm working on a website. So we'll let you know. Yes, that's yes I'm excited about that. Um, but for- And we'll... <coughs> I'm sorry. um so please join us on those uh if you want to just check out the show notes on if you're listening to us on podcast just look in the show notes and you'll see all the information on how to find us um please do because we have a lot of fun um just talking with each other that way we like to talk to you guys too occasionally yes (laughs) Yes. somebody did i just i can't find the post i've been looking for it off and on throughout the uh, recording. Somebody posted that we've actually kept them very entertaining. Oh, it was on Facebook. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. find it. It was I, on Facebook. I, I couldn't find it. I it was you. a guy that was home from, from Corona. He has the young kids and yeah. he listened to want, it. You want to do a quick shout out to him? It's, it's right here. Yeah, we totally um, do. Yeah. It's Andy Wright. Yeah. Um, That's the name. Andy hey. Wright. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. He's, on, he's on the Ewing Barbecue. How y'all doing? He's on the Ewing Barbecue Podcast Facebook group. And he said, this was on Monday, and today is Thursday night. He said, I posted a message when the pandemic first started, and I had just started listening to podcasts during my afternoon runs and walks. Now, 101 days later, <laughs> yes, I have finally caught up and listened to all the shows. Thank you. You all have provided me with some relaxation as well as an as well as an escape from teleworking with my three-year-old and 11-month-old. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, he's got his hands full. He said, by the time you all get to the dream season, I hope to be back in the (laughs) office listening. Oh God, I hope so too. Thank you, Andy. (laughs) Thank you. Here's his baby. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, the babies. Love them. Oh, the babies. Yes. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Okay, y'all. guys. Yes. Thank you. Okay. And bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back. Next on Dallas. If Bobby could be persuaded to come back to work, Daddy just might let loose the reins, wouldn't he? But Bobby doesn't trust you any more than your daddy. Yeah. But Bobby's a lot easier to handle than daddy, especially if he had other problems. Why in the world are they sending you to Houston? So that you can have my job. I never asked for it. You got a job that's guaranteed to break up any marriage. I want you to stop spending all your time at the store and more of it here as my wife. Well, then I guess there's only one answer left. A divorce. <laughs>